Also, what I am reflecting on with this full moon in Aquarius is that to be um, conscientious of what we're focusing our thoughts onto, because, um, you know, our, our, our brain is a powerful muscle. Our brain is a very powerful muscle and it's important to use that muscle because when you don't use your muscles, you know, they can go limb or get numb or, you know, things like that. So it's important to make sure that you're exercising the muscle in your brain just as much as the muscles on your arms and your legs, etc. And that's what this full moon in Aquarius is also reminding us of because it is still on the cusp of that Leo energy. It is still, you know, has, you know, because in Sidra astrology, we're still in Leo's season. We just got started. So it's multiple perspectives that you can look at these cosmos and these planetary um, transits. You know, you don't have to just view, view it through uh, tropical astrology. You can use Sidra, you can use Vedic um uh, uh, whatever resonates for you, you know, it's multiple ways to look at the bigger picture because it's a big ass picture. <laughs> so, um, that's what I'm being reminded of too, the, because the, the mind is so strong and it's like what we feed our mind, you know, it, it, it really matters. The thoughts that we think about ourselves matters because nobody knows what we think about ourselves, but ourselves, but if you pay close attention, I realized, I learned, if you pay close attention, it will show in people's actions what they think about themselves. Because thought patterns become the experience. The experience becomes a feeling. The feeling becomes a, a memory. The memory becomes a past. And that's like it all ties in together with you know, air energy and water energy and things like that. We've got a full moon and a water bear sign. Like I'm realizing how much that's playing a role in our heart chakra and in our sacral chakra and our core and our intuition and who we are and our spirit with this full moon energy. And I pray that we all feel whole and full and complete and um, content within who we are so that this full moon is as smooth for us as it possibly can be because I don't know about y'all you know I can't speak for y'all and that's what Aquarius reminds me is like I can speak for y'all but I can't speak for y'all like y'all have your own voice I could speak in a way that you can relate to and connect to and it makes me feel like I'm speaking for you but really I'm just reminding you really I'm just speaking out loud really I'm just saying how I feel and you all happen to understand the information and understand, you know, my purpose as a vessel. And I'm grateful for that. But at the end of the day, Aquarius reminds us is individuality, sovereignty, but in a way that's not selfish, in a way that's not narcissistic, in a way that's not manipulative, in a way that's not um, sacrificial of anything you know, in a way that's that's accountable, in a way that has integrity. So it's a lot of energy that we have, to, you know, on our plates, but to whom much is given, much is required. And 
that's why you guys need to check out my video that I did on YouTube, um, full moon and Aquarius and more. That's what it's labeled. I'm going to put the, attach the link to this post as well, but you guys need to check that out as well, because you know, I, um, I, w- I went into that full moon energy as well on there. So you have a lot of accessible, accessible, excuse me, Whew, I'm going a miles a minute, baby. <laughs> You have uh, quite a few accessible um, information when it comes to this upcoming full moon in Aquarius. And I'm going to do my best to, you know, be more visible and vocal because I know that that's more digestible um, than writing. But writing and reading is important, too. You know, it's a fundamental tool. It's a fundamental skill. You know, so I'm grateful for that. But um also, what this full moon is reminding me of is being able to listen to ourselves. Do we, do we really follow up action with what we say, with the words that come out of our mouth? Because with this Venus in Libra transit, we have to still be accountable Libra is about accountability. Jupiter in Aquarius is about accountability. Full moon in Aquarius is about accountability. That's Saturn. That's my art. That's balance. That's scales. You know, it's about taking control and taking charge and, and of your choices and your feelings and your thoughts and your vibrations. And that requires a level of honesty that's not always comfortable, that's not always um, uh, 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 um, coddling, that's not always uh, um, when you want it, but necessarily when you need it, though. And it's important that we show spirit that we have the ability to listen to ourselves because that's how we build trust and faith with our own intuition. And when we can trust ourselves more, it's easier to attract like-minded people. It's easier to know. It's easier to, to be able to rely upon our own antennas, our own energy, our own lives, our own decisions and being like, okay, this is what I have in my hands. This is what I need to do with it. This is what I want to do with it. Boom. That's my business. You know, at the end of the day, we are responsible for ourselves and anything that we put on our plates. So if you parent, you're responsible for you and your kids only. If you're not a parent, you're responsible for you only. But either way, you can't avoid you, no matter you know, what position you are in in life, no matter where you are in life. You, you cannot run from you. You cannot be a track star from you. You cannot evade you. No matter where you go, there you are. There you go. And that's what Saturn reminds me of, especially if you have Saturn in a mutable placement in your birth chart or in an air placement in your birth chart, then, um, yeah, <laughs> 
You may tend to be someone who deals with patterns of um, ghosting yourself. Because if you ghost other people, baby, you ghost yourself. That's just point blank, blank, period. Ain't no way in hell you, an adult, with the abilities to advocate for yourself, ghosting people to avoid communication, to avoid resolution. But at the same time, it's, you know, picking and choosing your battles wisely. So, you know, accountability looks different for all of us. How I may need to be accountable, you may not need to be accountable. How you may need to be accountable, I may not need to be accountable. We might need to be accountable in similar ways. It's it's like... What I'm remembering, too, is just taking it one day at a time as well, because it is it is a plate full. And we want to make sure that we get the 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 correct order to the correct person. You know, we want to make sure that we're being of service adequately. We want to make sure that, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to do. So. Oh, I really want to ask Aibo, but I'm fasting right now. <laughs> I will have an Aibo tomorrow, but I'm fasting right now. Might get some vegan tacos tomorrow, too. That sounds like a hit, but I'm fasting right now. I'm fasting for the day. I'm fasting for the day. But yeah, so, you know, um, I hope that you guys take some time for solitude i'm real i'm remembering like i really love enjoying time with myself because i'm able to recharge and reconnect with myself and uh repot my plants within myself and you know replant new seeds that has you know uh been falling off uh, another tree you know because that's a part of the metamorphosis process you decompose and you know, it's it, it's never ending. It's always a metamorphosis and, and embodying that through action, through changed behavior, through choice, through power, through decision making, through structure, through boundaries, through accountability. We have to be accountable in order to use our power because that requires a level of awareness that accounts for something. Let me get a head check of how many people is using their power. Like that's that sort of energy. Like you have to get a head check for yourself. Like, have you been standing in your power? Have you been speaking up about what you want? Have you been afraid to say what your chest? Have you been following through with what you said? Have you been doing the work that you say you do? Like that's the energy that we're in with this Jupiter and Aquarius. So it, it's it's alignment. It may look like it's not because you know uh, we've got our government breaking down and, you know, decomposing um, and, and, and destructing. So it looks a little iffy on the outside looking in, but when you're on the inside looking in, it's like, oh, okay, we know what time it is, baby. You know how to swim. Come on, baby. <laughs> you know how to swim. You know how to float. You know how to get to shore. You know how. 
you know how to do this. Like, you got all the skills and the resources and tools that you need to make sure that you fulfill your goal. Like, you have the power within you. It's all in the mind. And that's another thing that I'm being reminded of, you know, with this full moon, of course, is like, because that's still, air is still mind thing, that's thoughts. You know, that's Uranus too. So just making sure I'm switching up my perspectives in the areas that I've been holding myself back because it's me versus me, not me versus you. You don't have the power to ever be in competition with me respectfully. The power is in my hands if there's a competition. And if it is a competition, it's me versus me. Period. Like it like that's just facts. That's just what it is. And I'm becoming more comfortable with calling shit for what it is because you know what? I chose to hold my tongue for a long while. And that's something that I had to learn and remember. Mercury and Gemini. I had to remember and learn how to use my manifestation abilities because my tongue allows me the ability to manifest. 12th house in Taurus. I can really manifest with just what I say and touch. And I do. And I want to use that energy in a way that creates and sustains a lifestyle for my children and I, for my loved ones and I, for my services and I, for my community and I, so that we experience the highest vibration of love, light, and truth. Because I don't know about what everybody on this planet Wants, but I know what I want, and I know what the people that I tend to consistently attract want. We want to experience love. And thank God, Spirit snatched me up and reminded me, Whoa, baby, <laughs> you your first love. You your first love now. Times are different now. Times have changed now. You in this with you now. It's just you and you. What you going to (laughs) do? What type of love we finna make together? Because making love with yourself is just as important as having a partner to make love with. (laughs) And that's another thing. (laughs) Every 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 aspect of your life is important. Your sexual life, your financial life, your physical life, your mental life, your emotional life, your spiritual life. All that plays a role in the fine detail of who you are. And that's something I've always been very intuitive about. And now I have the cojones to say something to express that in a way that 
is a release ritual because I've made peace with that. And I trust my vessel. I trust my spirit to guide me into doing what I need to do to get to where I need to be. And the people that is meant to experience that on a long-term basis, so it shall be. And so it is. And that is all in the divine's hands because I am a vessel. I am an angel. I am a human. I am a goddess. And I have to be accountable for these labels and these titles and positions that I've put myself into. Because I cannot just call myself these things and not actually match the job description. <laughs> like, what? Pluto and Capricorn retrograde right now. It's real right now. It's really real in the shadow field right now. Pluto is currently retrograded in Capricorn. Remember what Pluto is about deep transformation. Personal power, emotional intelligence, dharma, karma. And it's currently sextiling in Capricorn in retrograde. What is Capricorn about? Sustainability, longevity, purpose. Leadership, family, royalty. So that Scorpio in that Capricorn, that earth in that water energy is retrograding. And mind you, this is this is this is a this is one of the planets that's about the long term mission. Remember, because this is fixed and cardinal energy that we're working with here. Because when Pluto has a goal set and is heading toward that direction, nothing can stop it. That's why Scorpio can be stubborn. Scorpio can be um, unwavering. Scorpio can be resilient, tough, very much so. That's because Scorpio is a fixed sign. And we have Pluto in Capricorn, another resilient energy, right? Because that's Earth. The Earth is so many layers. We don't even know how many layers on this planet. We don't know. We don't know for sure if it's if it's only the amount of layers that they put on the globe just because they know they could tell us anything in those school systems. We don't know for sure. We don't know. Because we haven't done the, that research ourselves on our own, so we don't know. Did, did, did you dig through the motherfucking earth layers? Did you? Just <laughs> tell me. Let me see the proof. Let me see the... Maybe <laughs> that Mars and Virgo coming out of me quick. Like, uh, let me see the proof. Let me see the receipts, okay? <laughs> okay, so with this Pluto and Capricorn retrograde transit... Again, Pluto is about the about, about is Pluto's for lifer, okay, and Capricorn is a for lifer. So we are collectively experiencing a lot of opportunities, praise goddess, for us to let go of 
destroy, clear the path of anything or anyone in our lives that does not contribute to our highest divine purpose across all time and space. And for some, that can be uncomfortable. For some, that can be normal. For some, that can be thrilling. For some, that can be exciting. For some, that can be orgasmic. (laughs) You know, um, it all depends. Everybody got their own boats afloat. And so these are the energies that we're working with. This is what's at play here. Mercury and Virgo, so you already know how that's going. <laughs> Sun is about to move in Virgo. South node in Sagittarius. North node in Gemini. So, for example, North node in Gemini transiting somebody's uh, first house. This is somebody who's learning a lot about the self. You're learning a lot about your ego. You're learning a lot about your physical vessel. You're learning a lot about your ability to be in charge and be in lead of your own life. You're learning a lot about um, your actions, your mistakes, your choices, your lessons. Okay? If you have the North Node transiting the second house, you're learning a lot about your multi-talented abilities with your resources. You're learning a lot about your ability to let go. You're learning a lot about your ability to connect. You're learning a lot about your... um, your comforts, your pleasures, your beliefs, okay? If you have the North Node transiting the third house, ooh, <laughs> it's turned up for you. It's turned up for you if you have the North Node transiting the third house. You're, then you're learning a lot about um, your community, And how you play a role in your community and um, how you balance that position. You're learning a lot about who you are as a God or God is having human experiences. You're learning a lot about um, your, your siblings or your cousins or your aunts or your uncles or your neighbors You might be switching up your neighborhood. You might be moving to a new neighborhood in your city. If you have the North Node transiting your third house. You might be feeling more talkative. You might be feeling like you want to speak less. You might be feeling like you want to speak with intention only. You might be switching up um, the way that you vocalize yourself. You might have learned how you can better vocalize yourself if you have the North Node transiting the third house right now. You might have learned how you can best be an observant. You might have learned how you can best be a student. You might have learned how you can best be a teacher. That's the energy if you have the North Node transiting the third house. Okay. If you have the North Node transiting the fourth house, 
you might have learned um, a lot about what family means to you. You might have learned a lot about what home means to you, what that looks like, what that feels like, what you want it to be, what you strive for it to be, what you wish for it to be, what you're willing to do to make sure that you manifest your home as you dream. How you can create space for evolution and growth in the home. How you can improve your community. You know, the people that you live with, how you can improve the relationships. You know, that that might have been the feelings or the sentiments or the thoughts if you have the North Node transiting the uh, fourth house. Okay, how you can improve your emotional intelligence, how you can improve your intuition, how you can better nourish and nurture yourself. Because remember, that's cancer, that's that's home, that's mom, that's family, that's womb, that's our center, that's our core, that's our first home, literally. When we're in our mom's womb, when we're in her yoni or belly, that's, that's, that's cancer energy. That's feminine. Creator. Creatress. Okay? So, if you have the North Node in the fourth house transiting right now, um, then that's what's been on your mind. Okay, if you have the North Node transiting the fifth house right now, what's been on your mind is how you can be a better creatress or creator, how you can live from your heart more, how you feel in your heart, um, how you can better express your heart, how you can do it in a way that's fun, in a way that's pleasurable, in a way that's enjoyable, in a way that's free. In a way that's interesting. In the way that appeals to you. In a way that calls your spirit. You've definitely been called towards um, focusing on what calls to your spirit. If you have the North Node transiting the fifth house right now. Have you been keeping balance and maintain equilibrium within that area? You know, because it is very important to follow our spirit 24-7, but also to make sure that we're remembering that we came here to have human experiences, okay? So that requires having human experiences with other human experiences. You know, because Leo can be all about me. Me, 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 me. You know? So if you have the North Node transiting your sixth house right now, then you can be experiencing the mental pressure. Talk about the mental pressure, the mental and spiritual pressure you can be experiencing because um, it's like, you know, with the North Node transiting your sixth house, you know what you're supposed to be doing. You know, ain't no time for games. You know what it is. It's just like, but you might have experienced some things that, you know, make you want to do the opposite of what you know you should be doing. Or with the North Node in the, transiting the sixth house, you may have been more orderly. 
about yourself, more organized, more attentive, more focused, more diligent, more thorough. More proactive, more willing. Okay. If you have the North Node transiting your seventh house right now, then you may have experienced yourself feeling as if you. Want to better your connections. You want to better your relationships. You want to better the relationship that you have with yourself. You want to be proactive about your self-love and self-care. You want to improve your aesthetic. You want to improve your habits. You want to, you know, experience the duality of life without stress or worry, you know, you want to move with more ease and grace and um, be more accountable. You know, you may have been feeling like that with the North Node in the seventh house because you have to think about what you're accounting for and who you're accounting for, you know, so that requires making proactive choices. That's why the seventh house energy is cardinal. It's about doing, you know, like, okay, yeah, you're talking about it, Libra, but what are you going to do? Because that's the thing about Libra energy that people fail to realize sometimes because they're so charming. They're so sweet. They're so magnetizing. They can finesse you without even trying to, because they're just so ethereal. Okay. So with the North Node transiting your seventh house, you know, Libra is is just as about, okay, let's do something about it. As much as Libra's going to talk, Libra's going to be like, okay. And then eventually Libra's going to be like, yeah, okay. But what did you do, though? <laughs> Libra loves action. Libra loves thrill. Libra loves go-getters and doers. That's why Libra's sister signs and, and um, opposites attract tend to be fire placements or people who are dominant and assertive. Okay. So if you have the North Node transiting your seventh house, then you are in a space of reflection, introspection, and with just making sure that you are maintaining equilibrium within the people that you allow to have access to you because that definitely says a lot about you. Like at the end of the day, our lovers, what we love, what we what we romanticize, what we put a label on, it says a lot about ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. It is what it is. Like, we have to, you know, and it's one thing, I'm not going to deny and say that, like, who you attract is your responsibility. Well, that's not our responsibility because 
you know, you can really be deep in your essence, deep in your authenticity and attract some weirdos because they just love how you look. They just love the reflection that they see. They're into it. It's 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 new to them. It's foreign to them. So, you know, that's something that you want to make sure to trust yourself and trust your spirit team and trust, you know, your um, just trust your abilities with that. But at the same time, being responsible and knowing that, okay, yeah, I attracted this person, but that doesn't mean they that still doesn't mean that they get to be this close to me. Like, it's like going to the store and knowing that, you know, it's a line and choosing to be six feet to honor somebody's boundaries or choosing to be super close to them, knowing that they need a little bit of space. Like it's sort of the same thing. Like you be accountable for how close you stand to somebody, be accountable for who you allow to be that close to you, to be that accessible to you because yeah, you can't control their actions but you can you can control how you allow it to impact you. You can control who you allow to impact you because impact is real. You know, even family and stuff like that, like impact from your family is real impact from your children, your your parents, your siblings, your friends, your, like all that is real. But the most realest impact and the most important impact is the one that you put on yourself and have on yourself. Like, how do you impact yourself? Because at the end of the day, like you the one I got to sleep with you at night. So like, how do you deal with yourself? Like not even in a sarcastic or shit talking way, but how do you deal with yourself like what are the type of things that you think to yourself what are the type of things that you say to yourself what are the type of things that you do that supports these thoughts and these feelings because even if it's negatively supporting it or positively supporting it it's still supporting these thoughts and these feelings that you have about yourself so paying attention on who you're supporting if you have the north node transiting your seventh house because libra is very supportive because again libra is about being fair and being just and, you know, making sure that, you know, justice is served, but still making sure that justice is served. So, like, it's nothing to worry about, you know, just as long as you know, and as long as you do what you know wisely, then that's all that matters. You know, that's Libra energy. Okay. So if you have the North Node transiting your eighth house, woo, you may have been re-beginning, you know, um, what it feels or what it looks like to be your own healer, you know, because at the end of the day, we don't have the power to heal other people without us being a third party. We, you know, we get that from source and the source is within us. And it's like, we can only do so much it requires receptivity. It requires openness and willingness. And, you know, not every person that you meet that may be a client or may be in need is receptive. Just because they need healing doesn't mean they want to receive it or are even willing to receive it. And that's important. So being able to make sure that, you know, you maintain a balance with 
addressing yourself and tending to yourself and healing yourself, but also being of service to those who are open and willing to, you know, maintain that energy of healing no matter what, because, you know, the eighth house is all about, okay, what can you do for me? Because I know what I could do for us. <laughs> like that ass, that's eighth house energy. <laughs> so, you know, the eighth house is really going to make sure that <laughs> shit is getting done too, that you're about your shit. So if you have the North Node transiting your eighth house right now, then, um, yeah, things have not always been pretty. For sure, I know that. Things have not always been sweet. For sure. You may have even felt that in your physical body. You may have even, you know, felt that in your enthusiasm towards life. Right, because the eighth house energy is a is a life force energy. It's a fertile energy. Okay, because that's what I think of when I think of sexual energy. So, if you have the North Node transiting your ninth house right now, then you are learning a lot about the beliefs that you've had. You're learning a lot about who you can trust to guide you back to you. You're learning a lot about the people that you looked up to. You know, your perspective is changing about the people you looked up to. If you have North Node transiting the ninth house, you may even be traveling um, for intentional or spiritual purposes. You may be um, experiencing blessings after blessings, whether it's you sharing blessings abundantly or you're receiving blessings abundantly. If you have the North Node transiting your um, ninth house. Okay. If you have the North Node transiting your ninth house, you may be learning a new language. You may be considering living in another country or living in a city or state that you've never been to before. You may be, if you have the North Node transiting the ninth house, you may be considering taking up a new trade or learning a new skill. Okay. If you have the North Node transiting the 10th house, you may be learning a lot about accountability for sure. A lot about um, your ideas and your thoughts towards um, your goals, your work, your career, your family. Your beliefs. What you're building on in life. Your visions. Okay. If you have the North Node 
transiting the 10th house, you may have realized just how much more you need to value your physical vessel, just how much more you need to allow yourself to invite in more ease and grace and relaxation and knowing your pace and moving accordingly. Okay. If you have the North Node transiting the 11th house, you may have find yourself feeling inclined um, by deep interest or passion towards dating outside of your race, towards living in a new city or state, towards um, living in a place where you can experience a new culture um, with the North Node transiting the 11th house as well as the 9th house too. If you have the North Node transiting the the 11th house, then I could definitely see you um, beginning to start like a new regimen, beginning to start a new structure or system that you are building on um, that is involving more accountability, more awareness, more duality within your life, whatever that looks like for you. Okay. If you have the North Node transiting the 12th house right now, you're learning a lot about gifts that you never even knew that you had. You're feeling um, extremely multi-talented and multi-gifted when it comes to um, your ability, what's your voice in your hands and your minds. Like you're, You might even be feeling like, fuck that job. You might even be feeling like, fuck that man. You might even be feeling like, fuck that woman. You might be feeling like, just fuck all the shit that makes me feel like I have to commit to something that does not even call to my spirit, that does not even call to my soul, that does not even call to who I am as a as a spiritual being, as an eternal being. Okay? So that's all that I have to share for now. Um... I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you guys go tap in and tune in to my YouTube videos. They look crack crack because you but y'all know how I do. Y'all know who I am. I'm multidimensional, okay? And this is a multidimensional platform. Okay. Thank you for tuning in and tapping in. Peace, my loves. I pray this re- uh, message reaches you all in the highest vibrations. Okay, peace for all. <laughs>